Hey there, guys. This is James Benet, and welcome to this week's episode of The Sunday Supper. Um, Why I called my podcast The Sunday Supper is because it reminds me of when I was younger, and my family and I used to go to my grandmother's each Sunday for dinner. We come from a very Italian family, so I'm sure if you're Italian, you know that that Sunday dinner is a pretty big thing. And um, it was just a time that we would all share and laugh and grow and sometimes cry together. And so I thought this would be a good thing for me to do and add to my business, Benny Mudra Wellness, is that set time where you guys can come to my table and grow and learn and share. So I'm so glad to have you guys here today uh, for this episode. And this episode, we're talking about the gray area. And the gray area is controversial. I you know, I'm a spiritual coach, a Reiki master, an intuitive and a healer. And so many of my clients will come to me and they'll say, James, I feel lost. I feel confused about my life. I don't know where I'm going. I seem to be in a rut, yada, 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 right? It's always kind of the same thing. And what they don't know, what I'm going to share with you is that when you are in this time in your life, it is very specific. It is just as needed, okay, as when you are in a time in your life where everything is working out for you and everything is happening and you feel great, right? It's, it's exactly the same thing. It's just the opposite. So remember that opposites exist in the universe. Spirituality is the yin and the yang. You will experience both. So if you're finding yourself in this type of space where maybe, I don't know, You want to quit your job. You feel very lonely. You want a relationship. You feel things should change but aren't. This really is for you. So I want to talk about the gray area. And the gray area is a time in your life when you feel like you need a change, but you have no idea what that change is or in what direction you should go. You may feel unclear. You may feel worried, anxious, And this can lead to depression and all sorts of feelings. So let's talk about that. Um, You know, when we experience this type of stagnation, our feelings will start to rise. We will get worried. We will get concerned about our life, maybe financially. We will get concerned about our future, what we will be doing in the future. Will we have all the things that we feel that we are working towards? You know, it's very important to understand one lesson is that when you feel like you need a change, most likely you are feeling the power of the conscious energy of transition. Okay, our body will feel change and transition before it actually happens. Just like how a school of birds, cranes, know how to fly south for the winter. It's just ingrained in their body. They know when to do it. They feel it coming, and then they take action and they go. Well, we're very similar. Change and transition, will the feeling of it will happen first. And it's just to signify that a change is coming. So you can almost think of it as a warning light, right? Or something going off within us that's signaling to our brain and to our consciousness and subconsciousness that we need to move, that something is coming, okay? But when we feel that, we interpret it as, oh my God, I need to change today. Something is not wrong. I need to run. And that is just not the way to go about it because that's false. 
when we feel this type of change coming on, there is a process happening, okay? So spirituality and metaphysics, there's always processes involved, right? So when we are going into this gray area or you find yourself within this area, okay, we have a spiritual process happening. And this is the process of chemicalization. Now, I don't know if you've ever heard of this term chemicalization, but it is a really amazing term. And when I learned, you know, what this term was, it really changed my perception of life and my own neuroses of when I found myself in a space where I had no clue what the hell was going on. Okay. And I know it's scary and I know you feel like jumping out of a window when this happens. Um, but trust me, you're not, you are chemicalizing. The process of chemicalization is really simple. It's the process of spiritual, of, of spiritual removal. Okay. So think of it almost like chemicals, right? So almost like a bunch of chemicals are being thrown on your life and things start to burn away because of it. So situations, relationships, friendships, right? Jobs, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, all start to, to seem to become impossible, right? Once you might have enjoyed being there, all of a sudden you stopped enjoying being there and you feel a shift coming. And this could lead to you quitting a job or finding a new job or quitting a relationship, finding a new relationship and, you know, and so on and so forth. A big one is jobs. When someone is in a job and they like it, then all of a sudden things start to go south. Everyone and everything seems to be turning against them and their energy starts to become massively depleted every day. This is chemicalization at its best, right? When you need to move, spirit's going to come in attach itself to you. A lot of times create havoc or it will seem that way. It's like the tower card in, I'm sorry. It's like the, uh, yeah, the tower card in tarot. It signifies an explosion. It's almost like your world has to explode so it can come back together. Okay. And that's chemicalization. You know, I'll use someone that I know as an example of chemicalization. There was someone who was in a pretty prestigious job in New York City, making really good money, was able to travel, do everything that this person wanted to do. But then all of a sudden, something started to shift. He went from being the golden child of this company to being kind of moved around and kind of toyed with by management and by uh, boss. And what was once a bright, shiny diamond started to turn into, you know, a cubic zirconium, right? Everything that he thought was real turned out to be fake. And the process of chemicalization started to unveil itself. And so every day he then was questioning his job, which which made him question his life, right? And his life path and his sole purpose, what should I be doing, right? And this caused havoc. It caused anxiety. It caused sadness, depression, uh, turmoil. It caused a lot of unneeded and negative thought processes to start develop. And, you know, he went into the well. He went straight into the well of uncertainty and unknowing. But within that, the only 
information or clarity that this person had was, well, I know I'm not happy right now and I feel something has to change. I don't know what, but something needs to. And to be quite honest with you, that was and is all the information you truly do need when you're in the gray area. Because what happens is time starts to reveal things, right? The more that these chemicals burn away, the more that they force you to see the truth, the more that they make relationships and situations in your life seem impossible. What happens is that something else starts to move in, whether these things happen in, you know, ideas or opportunities, but something starts to shift and you are no longer than in a gray area. You are in an area of clarity. And that's what happened to this person. They had a realization that they needed to go back to school, that they needed to learn and connect with their true passion. And that's what they did. They followed the hunches. They followed what the chemicalization was telling them. And they did that. They went back to school and they studied and they went into a self-help industry and they at this moment, they're thriving in that industry and they're happy and they found their purpose. And if it wasn't for this chemicalization and it wasn't, if it weren't for everything in this person's life going south, they wouldn't have been able to go west, right? One thing leads to another, okay? It's very, very important. So let's talk about uh, the spiritual lesson that's involved here because there's always a spiritual lesson. There's always something that we need to learn. Okay, And if you are a type of person that can't trust, that can't make decisions, that has a lot of fear of the unknown, then let me tell you, my friend, this lesson is going to hit you harder. Okay, Spiritual lesson number one, everything is happening for you, even if you can't see it, and even if it hurts. And that could be a tough, you know, pill to swallow. Um, because let me tell you this. When you change and when transition comes and when chemicalization starts to riddle your life, it hurts. You will hurt. And that hurt will overtake you, your body, your mind, and your spirit, and you'll get stuck in the symptoms of your change. And then the symptoms will begin to dictate your action. And your action might simply then be depression and Maybe you'll start drinking too much, or maybe you'll start doing things to fill this void that you're feeling when all that is happening, my dear friend, is change is wanting to emerge in your life. And it's, it's happening in this very strategic, spiritual way. Remember, there's a process. Things can't happen like that. Sometimes they do. Sometimes they don't. Okay. Um, I could tell you just a year ago, I was in a gray area. I moved to Los Angeles and I really, truly went through a rough time, second guessing why I came here, second guessing everything that I wanted to do in my life. And I did go into a sort of depression and it took a while for me to get back out of it. And what I have that maybe other people do not have is I have a spiritual toolbox. I know better. I, I have an understanding consciously and subconsciously of what's going on. But the thing is, I and myself or someone that knows better still is not immune to it. It's very easy to get stuck in those emotions of change, especially when you don't know what the hell you're changing to. But that is an important message or sentence is that sometimes we don't know what we're about to change into. Let's take, you know, a caterpillar, for instance. Does a caterpillar know that it's going to transform into a butterfly? 
I don't think so. I really don't. I think it just kind of lives its life. And then one day, bam, it's hit with this weird state of being a cocoon. And who knows what's going through that caterpillar, caterpillar's mind when he's in this stagnant state. But look what happens. Look what happens, right? One day he or she emerges and can fly and can soar through the air and its life is completely different. Is it better? Is it worse? In spiritual law, it's the same. It's just different. It's a different experience of that caterpillar's life. But man, it must be able to feel good to fly, right? Having at one point not. So the spiritual tools here, um, you know, are very important for you to understand and use. So what I'm doing here is I'm telling you what the gray area is, and now I'm going to give you some tools to help you get through it, okay? Because I know it could be rough. I know there are people out there right now who are dissatisfied in their lives and their jobs, which is a big one, because a lot of people dictate their life path on what they do for a living, you know? Granted, that is not your path, but we like to think we are what we do. Um, And unfortunately... That's what society dictates for us. So jobs always definitely come up or careers, what you need to be doing in order to satisfy yourself on a career level and others as well. So the spiritual tools we use. Now remember, the process is chemicalization. Yeah? Again, the spiritual lesson is everything is happening for you, even if you can't see it and even if it hurts right? When a snake sheds its skin, he is also transitioning and it really is painful. But then he comes out, you know, shiny and new. So we have all of these metaphors in life, right? Um, that show us the truth of what is happening, but we, you know, we can't handle feelings. Feelings are really scary for us. Feelings can make or break life when in all actuality, a feeling is just simply something that has come up in your life to be examined. So it's a symptom and it's to be examined and worked on so that you can move past the symptom. So it's just like taking cold medication. If you have a cold, that's a symptom. So you would take medication or whatever you need to do to get to the root of the issue of why you are sick. Yeah. So the same exact thing pertains to emotional and mental states when you have feelings. Okay. So let's talk about this spiritual tool. So a spiritual tool is something that you can use to help you through hard or unseen times. Right. So the gray area is a pretty big one, right? Most of us go through this. So let's look at this spiritual tool and then we'll talk about it. So spiritual tools to use. The first one is pause. What a pleasure. The second is to disconnect the effect, which is the feeling, from the cause, which is God or the divine creator. Remember, everything is happening for us through the divine creator. So it has to be for our greatest good if it is happening, period, right? So then we look at what is the opponent telling you, and the opponent uh, could be your ego. What are the voices in your head? What are the lies that are being stirred up because of old tapes or, or stale negative belief systems that you might have, right, subconsciously? And then we have, you need to connect back to that place of light. So you connect back to the truth, right? And that can lead us to our last 
uh, action step, which is five, which is take action from a place of light, letting go of all outcomes, expectations, and fortune telling. Okay, so fortune telling is, oh, I'm going to be jobless, I'm going to be homeless, I'm going to be fat, I'm not going to have any friends, no one's going to like me, all that stuff, right? It's assumptions, assumptions of our future. So when we connect back to the light, we connect back to the truth, which is God or the divine creator, which is love. So pause, what a pleasure. We're going to talk about this. So pause, what a pleasure. Okay, so let's say you're in this gray area and you don't know what to do and you're you're freaking out. You have all this anxiety and you have moments of weakness. Instead of diving headfirst into that stagnant pond of pain and suffering, because it is a choice, we stop and we pause. And maybe we take a breath within that pause and we find ourselves in just a stillness. And then we can tell ourselves, what a pleasure it is in this moment because I'm given an opportunity. I'm given an opportunity in this moment to make a big change, to make a shift, to make a conscious shift back into the light. And where there is light, there is absence of darkness. And where there is an absence of darkness, there is an anxiety. There's no depression. There's no second guessing. You just feel peaceful and you feel at one with yourself in the world. And you really don't give a crap what's going to come because you're in the moment and that's all you know, right? So we say pause, we stop. We stop the ruminating of thoughts. We stop the feelings from taking over our mind and we just breathe through it. And we remind ourselves what a pleasure it is to have this experience because this is part of my transition. This is part of the process, okay? So two is disconnect the effect, the feelings from the cause, the divine, okay? So this is simply saying to yourself, these feelings that I am feeling have nothing to do with what's truly going on. You, we have no concept of what's going on on the spiritual level, how involved the divine is in our growth and in our journey. So how can we question it? How could we say that our lives are going to be miserable in the future, right? How would we know that? There's no knowing. There is no knowing, right? Because this is a place of no knowing, right? But if we cling to these feelings, these negative feelings, then what's going to happen? We're simply just going to suffer. And that is a disconnection from the divine creator. That is a disconnection from the light. And remember, we want to constantly be receiving light. So it is in your best effort and it is in your truthfulness that you reconnect to this idea that I am not my feelings. What is happening in my life in this moment has nothing to do with how I feel. This is just how my mind and my body is processing it. Okay? But it's not truthful. It's just a feeling. It does not mean you're going to be homeless and haggard and lost. This is how you're perceiving it. So you go back to a place of, I know that my feelings of anxiety and depression and fear have nothing to do with the creator, which is the cause of everything that is happening here. So I let go of these feelings because I know I'm safe within the arms of the creator, right? Our next step would be, is to 
tell yourself or ask yourself, what is the opponent telling me? What are the lies that are happening within my mind? Okay. The opponent to me is our ego mind. Uh, some believe it could be uh, the devil or this maleficent force that's with us that is trying to bring us down or trying to uh, not have us succeed. Right. So we'll just say right now that these are the negative thoughts in your mind. So think right now when you are in an area of fear, when you are sitting in fear and you are feeling what fear feels like through anxiety or depression or whatever, um, there are going to be thoughts that come at that, right? You're not just going to feel fear. There's going to be real thoughts that, that, that accompany this. So I know when I was in the gray area, a lot of my thoughts were, I'm not safe. I, I believe that the opponent was telling me, oh, you're, you know, you're not safe in LA. You better run. You better get out of here. You're never going to make it. You're never going to find a new job. You're not going to have any money. You're not going to be able to support yourself. Your life's going to fall apart, James. You better run. You better go back to your parents. You better, you know, it, I had a thousand of these thoughts, but the tool here is to disconnect what is truly happening with the thoughts of your mind, especially the negative ones, obviously, because those come from the opponent, the ego mind. Remember, the ego is the only energy that tells you to do something and then yells at you for doing it. It's the only energy that will lift you up. And as soon as you're lifted up, it will knock you right down. It does not want to see you succeed. It wants to see you fail, and it wants to keep you very still. It wants to keep you in a very safe, little confined space, right? It has a hold of us. And our constant work effort is to overcome that opponent, overcome that ego mind, right? The mind of, I don't know, we could say Satan or the monster, and flow back into a state, a mindset of the creation and of light. Okay. So it's really, 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 really important that you can identify the voice of your opponent. I see my opponent as a green little monster that's, that's just out of control and nasty and just doesn't deserve to be in my life. But yet the voice is there. And so when I feel the opponent trying to tell me what to do and trying to bring me down, I almost kind of just pat it on the back feed it a candy bar and tell it to go, you know, F itself. Excuse my French, but that's kind of what I say. So the third step, what is the opponent telling you? Realize that what you are hearing in your mind that is negative is lies. It is not the truth. So then that leads us to step four, which is to connect back to the light, to find the truth. Okay. So what is the truth? What is really happening? right? What is really happening to you? Take a moment and think about it. In the moment where you are experiencing anxiety and depression because you're unsure of where to go in your life, what's happening? Are you safe? Has anything really changed other than feelings on the inside? Right? What's happening? And the answer is nothing. Most likely, nothing is happening. Most likely, you're just in the same space you were in two months ago, three months ago, when you thought it was good. 
right? So nothing truly is happening. It's just your state of mind through chemicalization is starting to shift and change. And maybe chemicalization really worked its way through you and you got fired or you got divorced or something major happened, right? But what's really happening? Right? Those are just life experiences. You're still breathing. You're still alive. You're still connected to the light. You are still transforming. Right? Remember, to transform means letting go of person, places, and things that no longer serve you. So a divorce, so a loss of a job, so all of these types of things will happen in the process of chemicalization. And that also includes being in the gray area. So it's very important in that time to tell yourself that I am safe and that everything is happening for me, not to me, and you reconnect to the light as much as you can, calling upon this light through meditation, however you need to do it. And the first uh, episode, which if you want to rewatch it, we talk all about how to connect to the light and the things you can do. So I won't get into that because you can go ahead and watch episode one after this. So... As we reconnect to the light, we reconnect to the truth of what's really happening. And a truth could easily be that I am changing. I am changing for the better. Right? That is a truth. I am in a place of transition. And yet there is no clarity. I feel safe. And the funny thing is, is when we are in these moments of transition, there actually is clarity. It's just not the clarity that we want. We want, you know, I don't know, an angel to appear in front of us and tell us what to do, A, B, C, D, you know, to the end of time. That's not the type of clarity you get. You get enough information. If you want to leave your job because you're miserable, the information is, I'm friggin' miserable, I need to leave my job. And what kind of job do I want? Well, I want a job where I feel, you know, loved and accepted and treasured for the work that I put into it. You know, I want validation. I want to feel a sense of belonging, that's enough. That's clarity. That's really, that's really all you need, right? That's really all you need. Um, it's not going to come in a form of, well, you know, go meet this guy, Joe, in this bar. It's not going to come with a timeline that we have to live and experience. But the clarity of transition is I am changing period. The second part is I might not know what I'm changing into, but how do I want to feel when this change occurs? And a lot of times people say, James, I want to feel joy. I want to feel loved. I want to feel passionate about my job. And I say, great, there you go. You're clear. Don't worry about the what. That's the divine creator's job. That's the universe's job. The what, especially if you don't know it. Worry about the feeling. Okay? Worry about the feeling. And worry about as much what as you know. Because that still is what, right? And the how we let go of as well, because that's in the hands of the creator. All you really need to know is the feelings. The feeling of what you want. How would you feel when you have this new job, right? What would it make you feel like sitting in an office surrounded by loving, fun people? And then that's what you focus on. That's the clarity you cling to. Right? You know more than you know. Trust me. There's so much more information than you know. We just have to get out of the opponent's mind. We have to get out of the ego mind in order to see it. Because the ego doesn't want you to know that there's clarity. The ego wants you to think that you're lost. 
The ego doesn't even want you to know that it's there. It wants you to think that you're crazy. But oh, it's there. There is that energy of ego. It lives within us, but it's not us. Okay? So, number five. Take action from a place of light, letting go of all outcomes, expectations, and fortune-telling. So this is the action part, and a lot of people ask me about action. You know, what type of action should we take? And that needs to come. Actions need to come. I, I look at action like uh, breadcrumbs, like Hansel and Gretel right? They drop breadcrumbs. Well, you pick up one and then you're going to have to take some steps to get to the other clue. Sometimes it's five steps. Sometimes it's 5,000 steps. But if you keep moving forward energetically, you will come to that next clue, that next hint, and that next opportunity of what you need to do. If you're in a place where that is not present, do nothing. Don't take any crazy steps. Don't, don't force yourself to step forward. Allow it to happen naturally. The action of the light is being in the light, acting like the light, choosing the light over the dark, even if you're scared and there's fear, right? And as you connect to the light and you remove the ego and you allow yourself to go into a place of higher consciousness and you see more clearly and you have clarity, you don't and won't need to take action. As a matter of fact, you will allow what's to come to come. And when action presents itself and it feels good and it looks good, then you take it. Okay? Now, uh, the divine creator can talk to us in many different ways. Sometimes an opportunity will literally come in and we look at it and we're like, great. Other times we'll get a brilliant idea of, oh, I could do this. That's also valid. So if you're sitting there and you have these ideas of what you think you want to do, then take action towards that. That's enough information. Look into it. Google. Take some type of action, even a baby step, right? Because remember, you have all the information. You just don't think you do, okay? So it's much easier to take an action on a positive thought you have about what you could do rather than sitting in emotional suffering, right? I mean, which one do you want to do? I'd rather take action towards something than choose to suffer. And so that's what I mean when I say take action within the light. Because if you're in the light, you will see these breadcrumbs start to appear for you. Because the light is the light. The dark is the dark. We can't see in the dark, but we can see in the light. So turning on that light switch, accessing the light, God, the universal good, the divine creator, um, we will be able to see more clearly and perhaps we'll be able to see the steps of what we need to do next um, from a place of knowing and not lack, right? So again, I want you just to look at these spiritual tools and if you want to write them down, you can write them down. And of course, if anyone has any comments that they'd like to make, anything going on in your mind at this moment, you can please comment. If you need clarity, then I can help you with that clarity. I just posted hello. 
And just a little bit of note, a lot of time live stream is off by maybe five, 10 seconds. So if I don't get to you right away, it just means that I haven't seen it come in yet. spiritual tools, this is kind of one tool that has five steps. You can either do this all in your mind when you have a thought that is unsettling, or you can write it down. You can write out, you know, what's going on. You know, pause, think, write down what a pleasure it is in this moment to have these feelings, just to start to bring in the light, right? Then disconnecting the effects, the feelings from the cause is just... Maybe you can just tell yourself, I am not my feelings. That's more of an understanding, right? What, what, what are your true feelings? Well, your true feelings are love. They are joy. That's who you really are. You're not anxious. You're not depressed. You're not lonely. These are all the opponent. So then we write down all of the negative thoughts that we're experiencing in this moment when we have these disparaging feelings and thoughts. We write them all down. And then we cross them out and we write lies. These are all lies. These aren't the truths. So then we turn it around and say, well, what is true? What is true? What is happening in my life? Perhaps gratitude. Well, the truth is I'm really grateful to have this job or this relationship because it's teaching me so much. Remember, there's always good happening, even in dark moments. So find the good within your situation. And then the last one is action. What actions can you take within a place of light? So what's in your mind in this moment? What actions can you take? So then you just jot down all the actions that you might be able to take. And then when you take the actions, you have to let go of the outcomes, expectations, and fortune telling. So you let go of what you think could happen. You let go of the expectations of yourself and other people. And you please let go of being the fortune teller. You know, our mind will create scenarios and those scenarios will create feelings and those feelings will create anxiety and stress. So when you see yourself going into a place of I will be or I won't have, that's when you have to stop yourself and you say, pause, what a pleasure. That's when you stop, take a breath and you bring in the light. So I'm going to give you guys a couple more moments. Again, if there's any questions about anything that I'm speaking of, please write them in this, the, uh, the comment section. So we're going to move now into our meditation for the evening. Where I am, I am safe. 
So the meditation is really one that is going to help you remove some of the stress of being in this unknown space. Okay. So I'm going to take a little sip. I drink. And now I'm going to begin to guide you guys through this meditation. So find a safe, comfortable seat. Right? Nothing crazy. It's wherever you are. Sit back in the seat. Or you can lie down. Whatever you need to do in this moment. However you are watching this. Just be who you are now. And where you are now. Allow your eyes to close. Take a deep breath in. And exhale the breath out and down. And again, deeply inhaling in and up. And exhaling out and down, feeling the breath move your body down into the knees and down and out your feet. So we carry so much stress within our shoulders. So place your attention there. And I guarantee you're going to find some stress immediately. So what you're going to do is you're going to ask your shoulders to peel down and back. Focusing on relieving any pressure, stiffness, or soreness in that area. Maybe you have to breathe up and into your shoulders a couple times in order for this to happen. It's totally okay. Now place your attention upon your heart. Soften that area there. Almost like your heart is melting open. Unfreezing whatever might feel frozen. And your attention moves to your lower back, another place where we hold a lot of stress. And see if you can't relax your sits bones. If you're sitting, relaxing yourself deeper into the seat. If you're lying down, sinking deeper onto the bed, onto the floor. Releasing that soreness from the tailbone area. Maybe taking some nice breaths into your back and with each exhalation you release some of the strain that might be felt and your attention flows to your face you really work on in this moment releasing all of the stress within your face and forehead Allowing your face and your tongue, your cheeks to droop. We hold so much tension within our jaw. So place your attention there. And focus some breaths in that area and see if you can't let go. 
And I want you to think about all the fears that you might be feeling in this moment, all the worries about your life. The not knowing. And I want you to begin to cultivate a beautiful white light. See this white light one foot above your head. And this is the white light of the divine creator of all that is good and unseen. Take a deep breath up into this light and exhale this light slowly down into the crown of your head, flowing down your neck and into your heart. Feel this light radiating from your heart. Place all fear, all worry, all doubt, or whatever else you fear, or whatever negative thoughts you might be telling yourself, place them within this light. Remember, it's okay if you're scared. It's okay if you don't know. But it is not okay to feel scared and to feel like you're wasting your time. So as all of these feelings wrap themselves within this white light, you begin to see, feel, or visualize this white light. and everything that is within it. Begin to move up and out. So flowing up through the crown of your head, lifting up above your head, and moving up into the universe, carrying with it all of that fear, all of the negative voices, and everything that might be holding you back. And you feel this light continue to pull all of these things which are not you up and out. And really see them moving away from you in all directions. Feel this white light pulling this out of you. And as these feelings and thoughts become further away, we once again focus on our heart. And we begin to cultivate light in that area again. Only now this light begins to grow. And you feel it moving down your body, heading towards your feet up your body, heading towards your crown. You feel it flowing down your spine. You feel the light flowing down your shoulders, 
and arms into your hands and fingertips. You feel this light move through your reproductive center, down the legs, into the knees, through the shins, ankles, into the feet and toes. And this light brings with it feelings of comfort and grace and total relaxation. And this light begins to uncover the truth and reveals to you what is truly happening. And what is happening is love. as well in your world, you are safe, you are protected, and you are loved in this moment, in all moments, even if you cannot see it. Everything in this moment is happening for you. You are safe in your life, and you are safe in your world. And if you are transforming or transitioning, well then, you are becoming, and I allow myself to become whatever I am meant to be under the Creator, connected with my own passions and desires. As you move these feelings of love into your heart, and you connect to the truth of who you really are, knowing that you are safe. Knowing that no harm will come to you and that you're simply growing and learning and that you are not alone in this journey. I trust in the journey of my life. I trust in the divine creator. on my path in this moment. I am worthy. I am loved. I am worthy and I am loved. What does it feel like now to have released all of those dark emotions Replace them with light ones. What are you experiencing in this moment? A sense of peace, maybe? I am connected to the divine and all that is good. I am the cause of all that is good in my life. And I receive all that is good in my life. I understand that light and dark are the same. And I will experience both simultaneously. 
although I know I am changing, I am experiencing sadness. And it's okay to have both. But we don't allow that sadness to bring us down, to create negative thought patterns, to bring us into a place of disbelief, distrust. We acknowledge those feelings and we let them go and we move forward towards the light and with the light. For you are always in the light. Sometimes you just have to remind yourself that it is present. Take a deep breath. And release the breath out and down. And again, inhaling deeply. And releasing the breath out and down. And you begin to move back. Back into your body. Only you carry with you the light that has been cultivated. truth of who and what you truly are. You can allow your eyes to reopen, soften your gaze, bring in the space, wiggle your toes, your fingers. Again, here are your spiritual tools. Now would be a good time if you want to write them down. But don't forget that this will be available to watch over and over again here at the Sunday Supper. So you can always go back and rewatch this. Share it with your, with your friends or your family. So I hope you guys feel a lot better. I know I do, actually, after that. Um, so the Sunday Supper is every Sunday, 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Um, I'm hosting it, but sometimes we will have special guests and special teachers. So all that information will be at BennyMudra.com. It is updated daily, so you can see what's going on next week. Right. So what uh, episode we will be airing next week. And I would love for you to come back and watch that. If you'd like, excuse me, more information or to join our mailing list, 
please do that. You can scroll down on the homepage of the website. You can join our mailing list so you get updates about what the next episode is going to be, as well as everything else that's going on at Benny Mudra. So remember, Benny Mudra Wellness is your spiritual source for whole modern living. Okay. Um, We offer many services. We have some amazing practitioners available. We offer mind, body, spirit, fitness programs, life coaching, intuitive readings, um, and so on and so forth. Um, Again, my name is James Benning, and you will actually find me in Hoboken, New Jersey, right, this October. From the 18th through the 28th, I will be seeing clients. So if you wish to see me in person, you can go ahead on this website and you can book a session with me right here online. Or if you want to do something over the phone or Skype or FaceTime, you can book a session that way as well. And I can, I can be available for that. So again, um, if you'd like to book with me, I would love to work with you one-on-one, especially if you have any questions and want to delve deeper into the work that we did today. Um, I hope you have an amazing evening, right? Enjoy your family, enjoy your friends, right? And remember, stay illuminated. All right, my friends, I'll see you next time. Ciao.